The Valley Virus Update with James Golding, keeping you informed throughout the crisis. Brought to you with the help of Binary Plus Training, where your first aid is our first priority. Find out more at www.binaryplustraining.co.uk. Good morning, it is Monday the 30th of March 2020. You're listening to the Valley Virus Update with me, James Golding, here on 104.7 Rossendale Radio. Also available as a podcast by visiting podcast.binaryplustraining.co.uk and it will be available from 11 o'clock today and every other weekday as long as the crisis continues. So I am on my own today, um, not joined by any guests, so um, you're going to have to listen to my um, dulcet tones, but I will try and keep it as informative as possible and keep you as up to date on the current information regarding the COVID-19 outbreak as I possibly can. So currently in the UK, we have more than 19,000 confirmed cases of corona virus or COVID-19 and 1,228 people who have sadly tested positive for the virus and then died. Um, so we've had 108, sorry, more than 108,000 people in the UK tested um, and they were found not to have it. So the that's quite a large amount of people who've had the um, COVID-19 test and been proved to not have it, uh, although the um, actual number of people with the infection is estimated to be much higher because, as you know, they are only testing people who are in hospital. So that's on a national level, but on a local um, level, as of yesterday morning, there were 231 confirmed cases within Lancashire. So... London is looking like it is the most heavily hit um, area with this outbreak and um, Lancashire so far is faring okay with confirmed cases but estimates vary. Some experts have said that the numbers that we're looking at could be 10%, some have said they could be 2%. We have no way of knowing how many people exactly are infected with um, COVID-19. But as I say, in Lancashire, there are 231. Now, bearing in mind that's Lancashire as in the county council um, boundary of Lancashire, so that doesn't include Blackburn with Darwin um, because of the way that the county council structure is um, laid out. Um, so the yesterday we had almost 2,500 new cases across um, the um, UK. Um, so there's been quite a, a steep jump there. And yesterday there was quite a steep jump again in the number of deaths rising from 1,019 to 1,228. Uh, which is uh, uh, quite a significant um, increase. Um, those who've um, died in the last day were aged between 39 and 105 years old. Um, 
only four of those didn't have an underlying health condition. So the vast, vast majority are still the people who have um, an underlying health condition, which is why the shielding of those who have got a pre-existing condition is really, really important. Uh, So we are in the second phase of the governmental response to the outbreak. They tried the containment phase first, which was all about tracing and isolating cases and finding out who'd come into contact with them and things like that. Um, And we're now in the second um, phase of it, which is the delay phase, um, where the aim of this is to... uh, Because the aim of the first phase was to literally contain it, was to try and trap the virus in an area so that it didn't get out, didn't spread, and didn't become a national um, emergency as we are currently experiencing. Um, We are currently in the second stage, which is the delay phase, which is all about slowing the virus. You've heard the phrase flattening the curve, which we'll come back to shortly, um, where those with minor symptoms are asked to self-isolate, large gatherings are limited, homeworking's encouraged, and closing schools, and we've closed, um, saying we, the government, have closed um, most um, retail outlets, with the exception of those that are classed as essential. Um, So... We've also got elements of the next phase. Um, So we've got the to the point in the sorry, the next phase will be the mitigation phase, which is it's happening. Let's deal with it the best we can, um, which is about prioritizing treatment for people. Um, We've got some elements of that already. We've already got the government taking on board um, the recently retired doctors and nurses. Um, I don't believe that's stretched as far as paramedics yet. Um, So, yeah, we're we're advancing, I think. We're we're definitely moving through the um, response to the outbreak. So what are the um what the government recently told us we can and cannot do? Um so we've to stay close to our house, um don't go out of your house unless you absolutely have to. Um only go outside with people from your household. You are allowed your daily exercise, Boris Johnson told us that. Um not allowed to gather in groups of more than two people. And if you do go out and meet somebody who you don't live with, make sure you maintain that two metre distance at all times. And if you do need some outside space and you've got a garden, that's much preferred to um, going outside. And also, if you have got a garden, or it might not be as good yesterday as it was earlier on in the week, because I'm up in Bakeup and we, we had a little bit of snow yesterday, not like the earlier on days in the week. But if we get more sunshine like we had last week, then spend outside, sorry, spend that time outside in your garden and what have you. So I think it's important as well that we have a look at the symptoms of the um, COVID-19. So what are the symptoms and what do we do if we suspect that we have got um, the coronavirus or COVID-19? So most importantly, do not go to your GP. Do not go to the pharmacy and do not go to the hospital. 
those places are not equipped to accept walk-in um, cases of people who suspect that they have um, the COVID-19 virus. The things you need to look out for are a new continuous cough. So that's a cough that pretty much just keeps, um, is pretty much present all of the time. The occasional little outburst of a little cough and then a few hours passing and then another little outbreak that's not what they're classing it as um, or a high temperature they're saying a temperature of 37.8 degrees or higher which if you've got a thermometer you can take that you will know what your temperature is if you haven't got a thermometer well you know what it's like when you've got a temperature you're feeling cold but you're hot to touch that kind of thing if that is the case you should self-isolate for seven days and you can go to nhs.uk forward slash coronavirus to get some more help on that. Now, if you live in a house with somebody who develops these symptoms, you need to stay at home for 14 days. The reason being it can take a week or two for you to actually start to display symptoms if you become um, infected with the virus. So by staying at home for 14 days, if you haven't developed symptoms by 14 days, then you're free to um, go about your normal business as much as possible within the government restrictions. Um, but that 14 days is enough time that should you get symptoms, then you can stay at home until you've had your self uh, seven days isolation as well. If it turns out that it's on day 13 of you self-isolating, uh, sorry, of you um, staying at home because somebody else in your house has displayed symptoms, if that happens on day 13 of your isolation, then you need to extend that by another seven days. Now, the other thing is, if you get worse symptoms, because we can all deal with a cough and a temperature, but if it gets to the point where normally you would be going to your GP, so you know when you get flu and you just brush it off and you're like, yeah, it's fine, I can deal with this. But sometimes it hits people really badly and they need to go and see the GP and things like that. At that point, don't go and see your GP. That's when you're going to go online using the 111 online service at 111.nhs.uk. That will ask you a series of questions if you haven't got access to the internet at that point where you would normally seek medical attention instead of going to your GP you can call 111 instead. The um, people on 111 will advise you as to what to do next but don't ring 111 just if you think you might have it but you're not feeling too bad. Most of us who get the um, COVID-19 virus will be perfectly fine. Most of us will have mild symptoms. Most of us, it won't be an issue. So let's save those resources for those of us who do really, really need them. If at any point you are starting to experience anything that um, is life-threatening, so difficulty in breathing, anything, uh, really low levels of consciousness, anything like that, then 999 is still available, but like, um, it's the emergency number. It's um, life-threatening emergencies um, when we would be ringing 999. So how do we protect ourselves from the coronavirus, the COVID-19? What can we do 
Um, and what is it? Well, we had um, uh, the Jason, the immunologist, on last week who explained exactly what the virus is. If you missed that, that was Friday's episode, and I would strongly recommend you to go and have a look at podcast.binaryplustraining.co.uk, download or listen to um, episode 5, um, also available on Apple Podcasts and other podcast um locations where you can get hold of it so you can listen back to that but what should we do to stop ourselves from getting it and importantly to stop ourselves from giving it to somebody else so it spreads when a person coughs um small droplets have the virus they go into the air and these can be breathed in um or you can get the infection by coughing into your hands or touching your mouth with your hands when you've got the infection and then putting your hand on other surfaces then the other person touches that surface and touches their face and that's how it can transmit as well importantly according to medical experts for the general population face masks do not provide effective protection um so just sticking a face mask on isn't going to um provide you with enough protection what you need to do is make sure you wash your hands really frequently with soap and water or sanitizer gel. As Jason explained last week, that breaks down the outer shell, so to speak, of the virus um, and just makes it into an inert nothingness. Um, if you are about to cough or sneeze, catch it in a disposable tissue, which you need to throw away straight away. If you don't have a tissue, then use your elbow or... You know, your mum used to always tell you not to get it on your sleeve. Well, I'm sorry, this is the time to be getting it on your sleeve rather than getting it on your hands where you're going to be touching um, anything else, really. But after either of those, wash your hands. Um, Don't touch. It's really hard. You don't realise how much you touch your face or something like this happens. But avoid touching your eyes, nose and mouth. And also avoid contact with anybody who is unwell. Um... So that's the really important um, how to keep yourself safe. Remember, when you're outside, um, if you're going out for an essential purpose, two metres should be maintained between yourself and anybody who you don't live with. So the local response to the COVID-19 outbreak has been remarkable. There's been lots of various community groups, uh, the council, uh, Rossendale Leisure Trust, lots of different organisations coming together to really work hard for the people of Rossendale. So I'm going to go through uh, some um, of the local responses to the outbreak. Um, So um, Rossendale Borough Council put out a community bulletin, there's the Rossendale Connected, there is work done by lots of different organisations. Um, to begin with, there's some um, an organisation called Our Lancashire, which is the um, initiative for the whole of Lancashire, which is trying to bring together um, the groups and the communities um, that are in the whole of Lancashire. Um, and they're working to try and provide um, a mechanism that will allow uh, volunteers and information and everything to be passed between um, various different groups um, to support vulnerable people affected by COVID-19. If you do um, run 
I've seen you in uh, whatever uh, local community group. It's recommended that you, uh, well, it's encouraged that you register your group with Our Lancashire, which is at ourlancashire.org.uk forward slash registration. Um, the Rossendale Borough Council community um, team um, have um, information that they're putting out quite regularly, um, which is wanting to offer uh, support and things. They're putting a bulletin out via um, the Healthy Rosendale Facebook page, which I will come back to very soon. Um, now, nationally, um, I know that I'm trying to talk about local, but let's go to a little bit of a, a national um, thing as well. Um, you may have heard about the Viral Kindness campaign. You may have even received a little slip through your letterbox. Uh, begins at the top. Hello, if you are self-isolating, I can help. My name is, I live locally at, my phone number is, and if you are self-isolating due to COVID-19, I can help with, and then people tick boxes saying what they can help with. Um, if you have a look for hashtag viral kindness on the internet, then you may be able to find um, an image of that um, little slip, print some out, pop some through your neighbours' doors, and do your bit for the people on your street um, is really good. It doesn't get much more local, does it, than helping the people on your street. Um, so, yeah, I mentioned the um, Healthy Rosendale Facebook page. It is literally called Healthy Rosendale. Um, that's really good. Um, it's not one of those free-for-all anybody can post what they want um facebook pages the people who post on there are limited to gps um the head of the rosendale leisure trust the council so they're all legitimate sources that are allowed to post on the healthy rosendale page um so that's a really really useful um source of information and it's just for me that's the first place i i go to to try and get um a little bit more information um quick reminder that your gp practice is closed for walk-in consultations um there will be a telephone appointment scheme so you can ring up if you do need an appointment for something non-covid19 related and you'll either be have a telephone con consultation or they may invite you into the surgery um also your prescriptions you may remember that electronic prescriptions are being issued now you're not being given the piece of paper by the gp the gp will send an electronic prescription to your nominated pharmacy and then you can go down to the pharmacy and collect your medication or somebody can go on your behalf um was mentioned last monday by um now i can't remember whether it was john or abdul that it would be wise of you to telephone your pharmacy in advance if you are sending somebody else to collect your medication so that they are aware that it's not going to be you who's going to be picking it up um so let's have a move on to food now food is really really difficult in this time in this current climate especially for those who are suffering financial difficulties because of businesses closing and what have you um the government's support is great but inevitably it misses some people out um kids are at home you've got 
extra meals to feed um so it is quite difficult um free or very low cost food is still available at positive start at crossy booth community center and haslinden community link um and rossendale's food bank raft is available but by referral only which can come via your school or citizens advice or other community organizations so the food banks are still running um raft is referral only um now there are little um groups on social media for your various um parts of the valley um haven't i might have missed some but we know that there is a haslingden and haslingden and helmshire community mutual aid group uh we know that there is a lum whitewell bottom and water support group um so you can look for those on facebook and they'll be able to find you some more information in your area um do remember that the play areas on the local parks are now closed uh, but the park themselves so the like the playing fields and the walkways and things in the parks you can still use but you shouldn't be driving to go and do exercise um the police are not um Lancashire Constabulary are putting messages out saying please do not drive to where you're going to exercise um so what what have we got next uh yep yeah, rottenstall area the um like i said there's the facebook page for water whitewell bottom and lum um and also rottenstall past and present and future is a a good um place where lots of information for rottenstall uh, for rottenstall goes out in bakeup um Bakeup Past and Present is the name of the Facebook group that a lot of the local bake-up information is going out on. And Whitworth, um, Whitworth Town Council are posting out your information via um, Facebook as well. And there is, as we said before, the Haslingden and Helmshire Facebook support group as well. So... I think most of the valley is covered, um, which is great if you've got access to the internet, but if if you haven't, then that's what we're here for, isn't it? We're here to try and bring you the information that you might not have. Um, cool. So, the next thing I want to talk about is Rossendale Connected. Now, what is Rossendale Connected? Well, Rossendale Connected is the new... Um, hub for Rossendale for um, people to get the help that they really need. It is for non-medical help um, during this um, crisis. It's been organised between the Council, Rossendale Ledger Trust, Rossendale Primary Care Network, Lancashire County Council and the Centre for Voluntary Service. Uh, it's down at Haslinden Sports Centre but that doesn't really matter because it's not the place, it's not one of those places that you go to. Um, it is a helpline for you to ring. Um, so what they've basically done is they've moved all of the Rosendale Ledger Trust staff from their previous jobs of, um, I don't know what they do, 
did gym instructors, I would imagine, pool lifeguards, that kind of thing. Uh, they are all now handling calls and emails and things down um, at the Rossendale Connected Hub. It's there to support communities, families and individuals facing challenges prevented, uh, presented by the coronavirus outbreak. They can help you by connecting you to community organisations and volunteers that can help with food, essential support supplies, medicine, or if you just need to chat with people when you are isolated. If you live on your own, and because some of us don't have a very big social circle, so it might be that you live on your own, and normally you go somewhere once or twice a week, and you see some people, and you talk to them, but you've never been quite close enough to actually exchange phone numbers or anything like that with them, but if you're one of these... um, people who's got to keep themselves at home for 12 weeks that's going to be a very lonely existence there are ways you can communicate with other people and talking is amazing it's so beneficial so i will give you the contact details for rossendale connected like i said even if you just want somebody to talk to ring them up and say i'm lonely i could do with a chat and they will do really really good work so you can telephone them on 01706 227 016. That's 01706 227 You can email them at help at rossendaleconnected.org. That's help at rossendaleconnected.org. And the Facebook page for that is Rossendale Connected. So a really, really good resource created by some really good partner organisations. A reminder that um, Rossendale Leisure Trust as well are also still, they still have a, a form available for you to fill in to volunteer to help in the local area. Um, that's really useful for um the hub to know which volunteers they can um call upon really um so that'll be rltrust.co.uk forward slash volunteers now that is separate to the nhs volunteers which is still um open to applicants the nhs volunteers is very much for medical clinical um help taking to appointments picking up prescriptions um it's very medically orientated the rossendale um leisure trust volunteers um list that they are collating is for more of our social um so that's more like ringing somebody up just for a chat um going out to get somebody bread milk tea coffee that kind of thing as opposed to the nhs volunteers which is very much about making sure that the health of the person is maintained clinically um both absolutely fantastic no reason why you can't sign up for nhs volunteers and um to be a volunteer with rossendale leisure trust there is and that's not volunteering to rossendale leisure trust they're just providing the service of collating that information but yet there is no reason why you couldn't um complete both of those and volunteer to both of them um I'm literally just going through anything that's come out local, so it might be a little bit um, disorganised, but we'll get there. 
So there was a message out from the NHS East Lanx Clinical Commissioning Group, uh, which was put out on the 25th, um, which says, can we please just remind you to continue ordering your regular quantities of medication as normal? There is no need to stockpile medication or order additional items that are not routinely required, just in case. Please help us maintain, maintain the supply chain by only ordering the medication you need when you need it. And also, as an addendum to that, also please remember that they are not uh, that the local Rossendale pharmacies are not currently accepting returns of um, unneeded medication. Uh, they've got enough on their plate, making sure that everybody in the valley has um, the medication that they need. So they're just dispensing the medication at the moment. They're not um, taking it in. But yes, please don't try and order any more than you would normally need. Um, so moving further on, well we're still in Rossendale kind of, because um, our local hospitals might not be in Rossendale, but our local hospitals, East Lancashire Hospitals NHS Trust has put out um, a an important update regarding visiting uh, that came into effect um, well, it's in effect from now uh, East Lancashire Hospitals NHS Trust is no longer allowing visitors except for the following reasons a patient is receiving end-of-life care the patient is a child or neonate uh, and if so the visitor must be a parent or designated carer only or they are the partner or birthing partner accompanying a woman in labour um, they say that we appreciate this is a very troubling time for everyone and we ask for your help in respecting these rules which are an essential safety, uh, safety measure. Please use other means to stay in touch like phone calls, Skype or Facebook for example. For more information please visit www.elht.nhs.uk So a reminder that you, hospital, uh, East Lancashire Hospitals NHS Trust is no longer allowing visitors except for the following reasons. A patient receiving end-of-life care. The patient is a child or neonate, but the visitor must be a patient, uh, sorry, a parent or a designated carer only, or they are the partner or birthing partner accompanying a woman in labour. On the note of um, East Lancashire Hospital's NHS Trust, uh, there is a temporary service change in effect as well. The Minor Injuries Unit and Associated X-ray Service at Accrington Victoria Community Hospital is temporarily closed until further notice. Um, so if you're up that end of the valley and normally if you needed minor injury assistance, you would go to... Um, Accrington Victoria um, Community Hospital that is currently temporarily closed until further notice. Uh, your other local ones are the Minor Injuries Unit at Rosendale Health Centre, Rottenstall, BB47PL, Urgent Care Centre at Burnley General Teaching Hospital and the Urgent Care Centre at Royal Blackburn Teaching Hospital. Please note this is the Minor Injuries Unit only doesn't um, and the X-ray services as well. It does not affect any other services at Accrington Victoria Hospital. It is just the minor injuries unit that is affected. So last night's um, Downing Street briefing um, didn't tell us anything massively new that we didn't already know, but there was one. Um, 
comment made by the Deputy Chief Medical Officer, Dr. Jenny Harris, um, who did say that the social distancing measures are likely to be in place for three to six months. Um, she said it could be six months before the UK returns to normal. Um, she said that's not to say we'd be in complete lockdown for six months, but she says the UK has to be responsible in its actions um, to reduce social distancing measures gradually. Um, she said that the government's going to review the lockdown measures for the first time in about three weeks, but that doesn't mean that it's all going to go away in three weeks. From what she's been saying, it sounds like it's going to be here for a little bit longer yet. Um, so three months, six months, we, we don't know. Um, but yeah, she did definitely give the impression that we are in this for... Um, a bit of a, the long haul by the sounds of it. Um, the uh, Housing Secretary, Robert Jenrick, um, was at the briefing. He chaired the briefing and he said that the UK is on an emergency footing in um, in a way unprecedented, not seen since the times... Uh, we've not done anything like this since the Second World War, apparently. Um, so what they have, he did tell us, is that there is a national supply distribution response team um, that's been established to deliver PPE, personal protection equipment, you know, gloves, aprons, masks, things like that, to those in need. And that's been supported by the armed forces and the other emergency services. Um, and that apparently some 170 million masks and almost 10 million items of cleaning equipment are among the items being delivered to 58,000 NHS trusts and healthcare settings. Um, he also provided some more information on um, those the shielding being provided for those who've been asked to stay at home for the next 12 weeks. Um, he said the NHS will deliver your medicines through the community pharmacy network. If you register online or use the phone service letting us know that you need support, then we will deliver food and supplies to your doorstep. And on the subject of food parcels for the vulnerable, he also added that the first 50,000 will be sent out by the end of this week and that they are ramping up the production to send out as many as required for as long as it takes. Um, he also mentioned the number of volunteers who signed up to help the NHS during this and apparently three quarters of a million people 750,000 people have signed up for NHS volunteers which is three times the initial target um Last night he did um, mention, I should have mentioned this earlier on, but there is a temporary pause on the recruitment drive now to allow the Royal Volunteer Service, the Royal Volunteer Service to process those applications. So if you are considering um, signing up for NHS volunteers, brilliant, just not yet. Just give it a while, let them catch up and then... Um, you will be able to apply there um and yeah basically there wasn't a lot in last night's briefing really was there um the prime minister didn't deliver the briefing neither did the health secretary because they've both tested positive for covid-19 so they are both in self isolation at the moment um boris did re give out a message via twitter last night um 
which um, basically reiterated stay at home, protect the NHS, save lives. That's what he was reiterating. Stay home and save lives. It is really, really important. Um, So yeah, that's pretty much it for today. I hope you've enjoyed this uh, episode or edition of the Valley Virus Update. I'm sorry you've had to listen to my dulcet tones for such a long time. Um, Remember that the Valley Virus Update is available as a podcast by visiting podcast.binaryplustraining.co.uk um, where you can not just listen to this one, you can listen to the all the previous ones as well. So that's podcast.binaryplustraining.co.uk. I hope you all have a very, very pleasant day um, and I will speak to you tomorrow. That was the Valley Virus Update brought to you by James Golding and Binary Plus Training. Music, a very Brady special by Kevin McLeod, available from incompetech.com. <laughs>